Hey there, you're listening to Combo Breaker, a one-two punch of enthusiasm. Every other week, I come at you with something that I'm enjoying, and I hope that maybe you'll enjoy it too. I'm Cole, and I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. This week, I'm talking about Brave Fencer Musashi, and you're probably like, Cole, but why? Why are you talking about this toxic relationship you're in? And honestly, I, I don't know. I figured I could sit here and think about why I still like this game, even though it tries so desperately to hurt my feelings at times. But I figured I'd just kind of talk it out a bit. You know, talk it out. But Brave Fencer Musashi is an action RPG developed by Square and released on the PlayStation in 1998. It is a 3D game where sometimes you can control the camera and sometimes you can't, and sometimes it's isometric and sometimes it's not. It's kind of a bummer when it's isometric. As Musashi, you have a sword, and then you have a magical sword, Lumina. Well, you'll have to get it, but there's a day-night cycle, and you have to sleep to rest and regain energy. You also, at least at the beginning, have to eat food to also keep up energy, because you have HP, which is your health, BP, which is your bincho points, which is the bincho field. Binchos are a thing. Uh, and then you have a tired percentage, so you have to sleep to not be tired. So yeah, I haven't even gotten to the story. And at the time of writing this, I'm in chapter four. Chapter three, was it three? With the Vambies. It almost broke me. I want to talk about this game now because we have some positive momentum. So I guess let's jump into the story a little bit. You play Musashi, a kid who's apparently the reincarnated brave fencer Musashi, and... Like a kid, his humor is annoying, but he is summoned by a princess, Princess Filet, to the all-you-can-eat kingdom, and I assume travel through space and time, and Musashi is called upon Princess Filet to save the kingdom from the Thirst Quencher Empire. Musashi is tasked with retrieving Lumina and the, like this legendary sword, and then from there, kind of... It spirals out of control as soon as Musashi starts meeting everyone in the Grillin village, which is the village outside of the castle. Also, this village has the worst luck of any village in any RPG, I think, ever. They can't catch a break. The village serves as the hub world. Musashi runs around and has to also piece together some scrolls and legendary armor. Musashi has a lot on his plate, and then the mayor is like, can you help? Uh, you can also collect action figures in the game. I still don't know why, but I very much enjoy it because you can go to your room and look at them and then unpackage them. And I've been too afraid to unpackage them. Oh, and there's so many food name puns. There's mercenary pot roast and stew and meatloaf. There's ginger ale, uh, librarian brisket. <sighs> there's groceries Hilda, who also has great shop music. The music in this game is wonderful. <sighs> but chapter three. We got to talk about Groceries Tim. So, Groceries Tim, you may ask. Yeah, okay, chapter three. I'm going to spoil it a little bit because it's called chapter three, Mission Vambi. You know, a hybrid between a vampire and a zombie. Yeah, they happen to come up from the basement of the restaurant, but Groceries Tim was bit by a Vambi and you have to save him. You and Hotello, the man who runs the inn in Grillin Village where Groceries Tim lives, you two split up to gather the ingredients for the antidote for his vambi vampiric zombie bite. <sighs> well, anyways, you guessed it though. Hotello fails in his mission, and this whole thing is timed as well. 
this game likes timers and timers with timers. And that's fine. I'm not bitter. But you have to also go get Hotello's piece of the piece of the pie, the ingredient for the antidote. Uh, and if you don't make it back in time to, to save Groceries Tim, uh, the grocery stays closed for the rest of the chapter, which is a long time. And it creates a big pain later when you have to go do the dungeon in the restaurant. It's fine. It's fine. We did it. It's fine. And if you don't save Groceries Tim in time, Hotello never comes back to the village, apparently. And now there's Motello who runs the inn, who seems just just fine. But to block off the place where you can get healing items is a real dick move. I'm just saying. And I mentioned this, but there's a dungeon in the basement of the restaurant where all the, the Vambies are coming out of. I think I spent eight or nine hours on stream doing it. It took me like three days because of just like weird camera shit and just, oh, it was a bad time. It was kind of fun in hindsight. Like there's a little, we kind of walked that line of like, oh, it's this game's silly. 90s fun to like, okay, is this game just responding in spite because it feels like it? And then there was no healing. But as much as this game frustrates me, it's kind of delightful. Like the all-you-can-eat kingdom, Musashi is a bit annoying, but the voice acting in this game is like really quirky and fun and they really lean into the cheese of it. But it's consistent across the board. So it's it seems like it's in place in a weird way, even though it's not how I would write these characters. Like there's just an old man named Geezer who's just, doth what if you needeth a hamburger if I doth protest? a hot doggeth like why why i'm wondering if me playing the game without the 90s game manual is the point of grief for me because there are some systems the game doesn't really explain so there has been a bit of fumbling and i'm into things being vague and mysterious and you have to unpack them but it has that late 90s charm i enjoy from playstation and nintendo 64 games and the game likes to switch up gameplay at times and with some Crash Bandicoot-esque running towards the screen or, you know, skiing down a waterfall. It, there, it's, I, think it, I think the charm is the writing and the setting and also a little bit of its identity crisis because I feel that feels like me in the 90s. I don't know. There, there is a comfort to this game, even though it makes me want to shave my head completely. Hmm. When I think about Brave Fencer Musashi... The things I enjoy that come to mind are, you know, the world and characters, like I said, and the music and I don't know. I think just conceptually it goes off the rails a little bit because the controls don't always feel good. It's like developers never asked if they should do something and just kept moving forward with everything that they could, which I think is a, a little bit of a bummer because it, the pacing is a little weird and it seems, I don't, it's got, there's... A little bit of an identity crisis here and there, but I think mostly the controls are a little wonky, but that's fine. It's fine. You adapt. But like at one point, you basically have two timers and you have them going at the same time. Why do, why, why give me two timers? But even when I hit a snag in this game, I can't help but play it. Perhaps it's foolishness, but the nostalgia of the era runs deep. And I've already, you know, fought a giant rolling head and a giant tank robot, a bunch of vampires, vambies, mimics, penguin knights with cannon heads, a relic keeper, an ice dragon. It's buck wild. We saved a dog. We busted a, a gentleman out of jail. We got a bell from the church back that was in a well. 
you can and also part of the fa- the the part of blah, 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 part of the reason you have lumina is because you can use like fusion which you harvest the skills from enemies to temporarily temper to temporarily use to undo puzzles i am i'm falling apart here i just don't know it's all buck wild i'm just curious to see how it continues i feel like we are still meeting thirst quencher minions and there's thieves and ginger ale is there and i don't know the, the mayor of the village isn't very helpful and will probably cause another problem or two until the end of the game and I don't know. I just like this game and I very much enjoy it. And I feel like I should be way more mad at it than I am. The absurdity just keeps having me come back. And when I get stuck in the game, it's usually not a matter of I don't know what to do, but it's just a matter of doing it, which keeps me grinding away at the dang game, even if the controls feel like I should be doing it and I'm not doing it. It's fine. I will say, though, I don't know how determined I'd be playing the game if I wasn't streaming it. That also kind of boosts my motivation. So I don't know if that also is tinting the lens that I'm looking at the game. Who's to say? But if you have a PlayStation or a PS2, maybe scope out a copy of Brave Fencer Musashi. It is something that it has happened, but it also is very much of its of its time. Um, and it does feel... I, I feel silly, but it does feel really special. Like, it, it's, when you think of Square Enix or Square Soft, you know, I, you can't help but think of Final Fantasy, and this is so buck wild and different from all of that. Um, oh, and the Bouncer, of course, we always think of the Bouncer. Um, but yeah, Brave Fencer seems to also be known, you know, for being the game that came out with the Final Fantasy VIII demo, and it's kind of the accessory to its own release a lot of people i talked to were just like oh that came with the demo right um which i think is also real interesting the quirk of its existence as well that people got it for the demo not necessarily to play the game itself and i feel like that identity crisis is still carried with it a little bit in a in a weird way as as much as i'm a little sassy about like you know, doing everything you could versus what you should be doing. It is cool to see developers really throw every single noodle at the wall to see what sticks. So I think there is merit in that, whether or not it's successful in this game. (laughs) Pretend that's a record scratch. I didn't want to edit a sound in here. Um, hi, hey, it's Cole. I'm back. I actually delayed this post because, uh, it was coming out today. Or probably 12 hours earlier than your than it's available now uh because i played brave fencer musashi earlier today and we were back in steam woods and there was yet another timer with another timer to wrestle with and uh i maybe low-key rage quit and walked away from the game today uh i don't know if it's forever or just for today but uh it's a shame that this game has such a, a cool like cool world building and that pulls me in real good and then just acts like a dingus here and there uh the camera and jumping just wasn't flying with me today uh but and also there was an interesting thing of like readability with like hurdles versus hazards which just really goofed my brain up also i know it's 1998 grace and everything um but it's also it's 2021 so i look at the game for its release in the 90s and now um and it still just really goofed me i'm i'm pretty good with giving grace i think especially if you've seen the streams up until now um so i don't know i don't know uh i hate leaving things unfinished so i'll probably go back to it uh i really i 
I really stand by enjoying the All You Can Eat Kingdom. I think that's super funny. And the, the Thirst Quencher Empire. But boy, oh boy, that gameplay today just really inconsistent and goofy at times is what I'd say. Um, but yeah, I just had to pop in here again and just share a little bit of the, the little spice that I'm living with with Brave Fencer. Uh, but who we'll do it. We'll do it. I just wanted to... Yep. Th- thank you so much. Um, this is... I'm, that was a record scratch. Back to the back to the podcast. So yeah, Brave Fencer Musashi. It is a thing from 1998 that doesn't know what it wants to be, but it really wants to be something special. And I think it that in itself is special. So if any any of my anything that has happened here that might sound interesting to you, you should check it out. It does have a sequel on the PS2, but I do not believe it is the same reincarnation of Brave Fencer Musashi, but that might also be something worth investigating. Thank you so much for listening to Combo Breaker. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast, and if you did, I hope you share it with a friend. Check out OKRetro.Zone to see what's happening, and of course, you can follow OKRetroZone across Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and YouTube. But I hope you all have a fantastic week. Until next time. (laughs)